Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast following episode 591 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. And we're back. Everybody's still here. Mason Caroline, still hanging out in uh, lower state New York where Caroline resides. So. <laughs> and uh, I'm here all alone in Denver, Colorado. I just had my company leave. We had, I had people visiting all week, so it was uh, a very good time. So some, old, some, old, some very good friends and some old podcast listeners as well. How's everybody doing? I heard your air show doing was a pretty bust. good. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Big why was it? How does that happen? Like, were there like just no airplanes? <laughs> they ran out. <laughs> no, the the cloud, the overcast, um, had like a low cloud ceiling, and therefore um, some of the better acts couldn't go on. Like the skydivers couldn't go. The skydivers. Um, a lot of the planes. Yeah, a lot of the planes that um, could not be at the airport we were at because the runway was too short, they were parked at a nearby airport, um, and they were going to fly to the air show for their part. Uh, They couldn't get off the ground there. Our skies were generally okay for it, but since the skies over there were not great, they couldn't take off to get over here. So yeah, that, that sucked. Are you, are you like a, are you both like big airplane fans? Like I, I, I mean, I, I don't really know. I didn't. I've never gotten been to an air show before. I see. Well. Wow. Yeah. So I've never been to an air show too, but I just, I'm close enough to the industry. Yeah. It was more of just like, hey, we had the opportunity to get like a good deal on t- tickets. The weather seemed relatively nice enough. Yeah. And since I was in the area, I, like, I made a good excuse to come out and uh, see who I've been podcasting with for, yeah. like, past year. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, hopefully this doesn't... I'm the, I'm the nomad of the group. I, I, go, I go from place to place. <laughs> you got no roots. <laughs> you just have, you just have uh, the means and the freedom, Mason, to do uh, to, I do. To do it Listen, I have, I have 18 days of vacation to use up this year. Like, left this year. Wow. A lot. Well, take it all, like, baby. I don't know when I'm gonna use it. Like, but normally I do it to you know travel and see the world. And with that, uh, like, kind of locked down, like I don't know what to use it for. And I like I work a job on a new team that's kind of in like a crunch time, so I don't want to abandon them. And then, like honestly, like besides this podcast, like my weekends are all me. Like I'm not one of those people who go home and you know has kids or like other people to worry about so like by the time the weekend's over i'm like bored i run out of stuff to do i go to bed earlier on like saturday than i do on thursday because (laughs) i do everything i want and i'm like well i guess i'll just sleep now like (laughs) i have enough time to kind of do what i want but i don't know maybe i uh should go on one more adventure so uh give me ideas people um you go to the ramen museum in yokohama in Yokohama, yeah. I think there's a ramen <laughs> museum in New York City. I mean, I, I actually have not made it to NYC in a hot minute. I definitely will probably take some time off around anime New York City, if mm. that's still a thing. We'll find out 
almost a month from now if Caroline and I got a panel. And if we do, we'll get you hyped for that. But we, uh, yeah, that might be, I probably should go sooner than that. Well, if you go, just let me know and I'll be there. If you Sounds go, good. let also, me like, know. Big like, oh, woe is me. I have so much vacation. Like, okay, nobody cares, Mason. I get it. <laughs> but it's, uh, I yeah, I mean, it's a I, thing. I negotiated for three weeks of vacation when I started at my company because they wouldn't negotiate on salary, and and then I found out that like my boss just doesn't give a shit. So he's like, he's like, I don't really care how much PTO you take, just get your work done and do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm like, great. So now it's like, so they never block off. I have like 240 hours of PTO or something because I've because they haven't they haven't logged a single hour since I got there over two years ago. So. I don't know, but I almost never take time off. I've only taken like five days this whole year, so I'm overdue as well for a lot of time off. So, but uh, my crunch time is uh, pretty much no, pretty much September. It's about to start, so I don't think that's going to be happening. But, um, but I had a good weekend. I took two days off. Took took Thursday and Friday off. I took a couple of friends from Florida up up Mount Evans, which is a, a all things considered a pretty easy four, okay, pretty easy fourteener. Um, it has a road that goes all the way to the top a paved road even. And there's a ton of people at the top. It's a tourist attraction, but there is a way around the mountain on the other side that, you know, you, you walk it. And, um, <clears throat> one of our friends, they, they got like, it's not a long hike. It's like the, the, the total round trip mileage is like 5.5 and you only go up like 2000 feet. So it's really quite easy. I, I'm sure if pancake and I had been alone, it would have taken us maybe three hours and 45 minutes total to do it, uh, which is really short for a 14er. And our one friend, um, one of them bailed like ten, one tenth into the hike. They, as soon as, as soon as like, they, as soon as they started feeling the altitude around like 13,000 feet and got on some like rocks that were like not on trail, they were like, Nope. <laughs> so they pieced out really early. And then the other, how, how long into like, their Denver stay, did you guys do this hike? Was this like, oh, they just landed next day and they weren't acclimated, or did you give them some well, time to... We we spent the night in the mountains the night before, so we, we camped at about one thousand about 11,800 feet in the woods and at a, camp, at, a little, at a little campground, and they spent the okay. night up there. So they had some time to acclimate that night, um, but, like, I don't know. I mean, you had no time to acclimate, Mason, and the, the hike I took you on was about 10 times as hard, so... Um, maybe not 10 times. They were just, they just were not as good as you. They just weren't, they just weren't. Not everyone can be a, a, a bit, a big boy like me, a mm-hmm. real they trooper. Just, they just didn't have the appetite to like push themselves. And I guess he was having a hard time with the altitude. So he, he peaced out. And then the girl, the other, the other person we had with us, um, and I love them both dearly. They're like incredibly good friends of mine. Um, she was struggling with the altitude too, but she's just so stubborn that like she finished the whole hike at, but it took us like almost five hours to do what probably should have taken two hours because she was so slow. But like, we were happy to wait for her. We summited and, uh, and then we were like at the top and we're like, how the fuck do we get down now? Because like we, we couldn't really go back the way we came because I mean, with her, it would have taken another four hours probably. And meanwhile, you know, the other, the other person sitting in the car for like five hours already waiting. Um, and could you just call him to like drive nope. up? There was no service at the bottom of the mountain. We had service, but he did not. And then, and then like the road that people were driving on was really long. It was like five and a half miles 
and my feet were shredded because they're not recovered from the prior hike. And they were just, I was in a ton of pain. And so we started walking this road. We had no idea how long the road was, but it, it is paved at least. And we got about a mile down it and I'm just like ready to give up. And, uh, this pickup truck comes down and we were basically trying to hitchhike for every driver we could find. And, uh, they stopped and let us in. We all climbed in the back of the pickup truck and, you know, our dog jumped in and we rode, we rode in the back of their pickup truck all the way down. And then about halfway down the road, we saw two people that we had hiked most of the hike with and they jumped in with us. So there's like seven people wow. riding in the back of this pickup truck. And we basically, even in the pickup truck, it took probably 15 minutes to get down the mountain. And, um, but we would have walked forever. I don't think I would have made it with my feet the way they were, but so that was pretty good. Um, I don't remember. I've got a, two comments on this. Yep. I feel like, I you know, picking up hitchhikers is not like a good move. I've always been warned stranger danger. But I feel like I'd be much more like open to the idea if I had a pickup truck. <laughs> like, and I could just toss people in the back. Wow. Hmm. I feel like that's like, it's not the optimal way of traveling, especially for those people, but like. I'd be much, I feel safer if I could just be like, yeah, just hop in the back. Kind of well, thing. I, I think it also depends on the, on the situation because if you're just picking up like a hitchhiker, like sure on some sketchy ass road in Denver, it's like, you're just begging to get ax murdered. Cause I mean, there's enough. Sure. But if you're doing it on a hike, you're, you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this was clearly like four people worn out coming down a road that had obviously hiked it, you know, uh, no big deal. But I was so thankful. Do you have any, do you have, uh, we, I, I mean, I think, I think, do you have any other comment about it though? I was going to say you're missing the most essential, the most essential part of hiking equipment that would have saved oh, the day, okay. which everyone should have, which is uh, a fresh set of Heelys. So when things <laughs> God, are getting rough, right. you just pop back up, you got that road and you would have just coasted like a G. You would have been dabbing on the way oh down. God. You would have been. Eating your six-foot-long bubble rope gum uh, like an absolute chad and just living the American you're, you're dream. Not wrong. So, Heelys are very underrated. <laughs> have you ever had a I, pair of Heelys? I haven't had any. My sister did, but she and, and that's got why she's cooler than them, you. So my parents never got us them. But I can only imagine how fun it would be to like if you're if you're like a college kid, you just need to get to your next class and you pop in those Heelys <laughs> and you're like zoom zoom. I don't know if college is. Uh, no, if you go to college with Heelys, I bet you are the most popular kid there. Let's 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 analyze the data. Your sister had Heelys. <laughs> yeah. You didn't. Yeah. And now you're on an anime podcast. Like I think the the connection points of your mm-hmm. choices. The in singularity life, points. They, oh they all add God. up. Like they're everything. Nothing. <laughs> nothing was a deviation. No more. No. No more singularities. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just one more thing. I totally forgot to mention during the show. Yeah. How did they? Why did they choose to have the first AI, the autonomous oh, I, AI of yeah. her kind, to be a vocaloid at an amusement park? I mean, the first one we have are Chuck E. Cheese's, so it makes sense. <laughs> but they're not <laughs> autonomous. <laughs> like, they can, like, if that's the first thing that you think of, is having her be a, a singer? Really? Uh, never mind. Anyway, how was the rest of your trip, Mitz? Well, or your to your point about Vivi is you're not wrong. It's like 
you have all these AIs to pick from in the world, and you pick like the first one, which is the most archaic and probably the least technological, and she's like not even fit for battle or anything like it. It's like, well, you picked the wrong one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the well, to that she says, <laughs> uh, the rest of the trip was good. We we definitely we we went to all you can eat sushi. We went we got some we got dim sum. We did a lot of eating, I would say. Mm. Yeah, we did a lot of eating. Uh, we watched about half of that Rooney Kenshin Samurai X OVA, which I'll talk about at some point, I'm sure. Um, it was overall pretty good. I had some all-you-can-eat sushi for the first time in like a year and a half. When? Uh, two days you ago. You had all-you-can-eat sushi with me, and it wasn't and a year and a half ago. It was like a year ago. It was almost exactly a year ago. When you were here? Yeah. Oh my God. Because it was just after quickly. Labor Day, I think. Ugh. All right. T- time's going too quickly. Um, it-, it was pretty good. So I'm not really sure what else to talk about. I played some Hot Shots golf. Everybody's golf. They ruined that franchise. It's dead. I mean, it's fucking terrible now. <laughs> they uh, they took like a they took a franchise that was like you know a, a million dollar a million copy seller. Uh, you know, one of the premier franchises on PlayStation, and I guess they just ran out of steam, and nobody wants to play it anymore. So they like it's just res down. Everything about it sucks, pretty much. So that's pretty sad. But yeah, we 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 played a bit of that. We we went and bought some. We we went out and got some Switch controllers, which are horrendously overpriced. It's unbelievable. They are. God, it's like unbelievable. eighty bucks. Yeah, they're more than that. It's like eighty-seven after taxes, and then all you get are these shitty little like. Switch controllers, which are borderline useless for half of games, and so like then you have to go buy a pro controller, which is another like sixty bucks, and slide those babies into that thing. So you literally spend like a hundred and fifty bucks on a controller. That's amazingly low tech. You know what you could spend with that money? God, what? Some Heelys. God, you could <laughs> yeah. buy. You could buy like. You could get Heelys and all you can eat sushi, and still have enough left over. You could buy thirty. Popeye's chicken sandwiches. <laughs> you can buy one stack of wood. Yeah. <laughs> you could buy, you could get all you can eat sushi five times. I would have one wood, times. please. What? You could get all you can eat You're sushi you five times. You could have all you can eat sushi five times. Yeah, that does sound worth your money. Yeah, it's, I don't know. And, oh, 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 and then the controller is like, you know, we, we were playing Mario Kart, and um, we, we were all pretty close in Mario Kart in terms of how good we were, so that was fun. But, like, the one, my one friend was pretty uh, pretty adamant about the fact that one of the controllers had, like, a typical issue for the Switch controllers, which, which is that, like, one of the, like, the analog stick tends to lean a little bit. Yeah. This is a lot of problems with that, and it's like, you spend, this fucker's going, I was going to take them back to Target anyway, because I just wanted to use them for a weekend and not pay for them. <laughs> but. Wait, so you'd return them? Oh, I'm gonna. Re- I was gonna return them anyway, but now I have it. But now I have an extra good reason because they're fucking defective. So yeah, they're going back. I don't know if you have an extra good reason. You have an actual reason. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't trust me. It wouldn't be the first time that I bought the controllers from like a GameStop or a Target and returned them because they're they're just gonna repackage them and sell them again in like eight minutes. It's like yeah. I mean, I heard a lot of people, of course, having issues with the the Switch uh, joystick, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and I have it too. 
especially now that I have used it for a while. I have heard that you can send it to Nintendo and they'll, they will they will either fix it or That's give you new ones. Um, but it's yeah, I, I really don't feel like putting in the effort. But I will it. eventually. I I had drift out of the box with it. So I didn't know any better. I played Breath of the Wild and I played Celeste, like not to toot my own horn, but like Celeste is already like a very difficult, like hyper accurate platforming game. Mm -hmm. So doing that with a drifting controller was like infuriating. And I didn't know. I just thought I was really bad. I'm like, oh, why did they go left this time? Yeah. I so I'm very interested to play that game again with a with working, working game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, my, I noticed that it was starting to get all janky. When I was playing Breath of the Wild, and I know it's because I was playing Breath of the Wild because you were I, I like into it. you you know when you just need to go forward, you're pretty much going forward in that game the entire time. Yeah. So I have you know especially during like the most intense moments, you are just like go 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 go, and then I, I yeah I noticed that it's he starts to walk up into the right a lot, and I'm like Link. No, bud, where are you going? <laughs> no, I remember one time I climbed this entire, like, watchtower in Breath of the Wild. I'm like, wow, amazing. so majestic. I scanned it, and I'm like, amazing. And I just, like, wanted to bask in it. So I, like, set the controller down, and Link just slowly walked off the edge. And I was like, <laughs> damn. And I just, I gave up, and I, like, sent it into Nintendo. <laughs> I haven't played Breath of the Wild since. Apparently, Mon is telling us to fix it ourselves. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> uh, this was also, way. like, a brand new... And he says that thing. it's apparently easy, and the parts aren't expensive, oh, I'm sure. take forever, but it's, it would be hard Nintendo, for me. Nintendo, I will say, Nintendo was super good with the return. They were, like, really prompt. They got it back to me in a couple of days, and, like, no questions asked. So, like, they're aware of it, and it, my, my new one has worked fine, so... Are we still talking about the controller? Yeah. Like this, like the analog stick? No, no, we're talking about Heelys. <laughs> That's, that's how you do drifting. I definitely love Frigimon Fanatic, but like it's not my responsibility to fix Nintendo's problems, especially when I, to be perfectly honest, pay double what those controllers are worth. They they have, they have tech in them from like nine years ago. Like they're not even like the like the PS5 controller doesn't cost as much as the fucking Switch controller. And the PS5. Oh, but he says I replaced all the joysticks no on the defective Joy Cons. He has have, apparently. Listen, well, I believe him, Frigi's but I don't have a true time for gamer. That. I just he know. doesn't. He doesn't have time to wait for Nintendo to like mail it in and mail it back. He, like he's, he's got right now. He's got trophies to collect. You don't dude. need he's to on the man take the, the damn controller back to Target and buy one of the other forty controllers sitting on the fucking shelf. What in the world? Or you just fix it like a what? Giga Chad and just keep on. Are you trolling? Winning? No, I'm not. I just. I also would not trust myself to do it for the first time. So I'm a baby boy and send it in. And we're send good. it in. Yeah. Have I lost my mind here? You, you, you've got a Target four minutes from your house. You got Yeah, but I didn't buy it from Target. I didn't buy an individual controller. I bought it as like the set yeah. that came with the main unit. I don't have friends. I don't have oh, second okay. consoles. All right. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about extra controllers I bought so we could play four player Mario Party, which by the way has no online. Oh mode, well, which then makes sure. No sense. Sure. Then just send back yeah. the extra controllers and get them replaced for free. Or just return them. It's what. Mitz is saying. Yeah, Which no, makes you sense. drive guess, four minutes. Yeah. You drive four minutes. You take him to the guy at the counter at Target who honestly doesn't care what the hell you're talking about because he doesn't get paid enough to give a shit. He, he takes him back. You walk back to the to the to the technology section. You buy another pair of controllers and you get back in ten. Then you're back home in twenty minutes. I don't know. Sure, I agree with that. Yeah, and honestly, Nintendo ought to discount the second pair for your trouble. 
because that's ridiculous. So speaking of drifting, we saw planes drifting. Yeah, we did. We forgot to mention that these planes are drifting. You're like, uh, they're planes, Mason. How do they drift? And I say, well, you should have been at the air show. Yeah. And you would have seen them drifting. That was cool. (sighs) It reminded me because the announcer's like, oh, I bet you didn't know airplanes could drift. And I'm like, well, actually, I watched anime and I've seen tanks drift. So checkmate. <laughs> well, actually, I have seen girls turn into planes, so check, checkmate on everything you're about to exactly, say. Exactly, exactly. He knows nothing of the capabilities of Moe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nintendo drives me nuts. I love their first party games. I think they're Back amazing. Back to Nintendo. But, like, there's also absolutely no reason why I go to a Target, like I did, uh, like, two days ago, and Mario, Super Mario Galaxy, which is, like, how old is that game? Uh, 18 years. Yeah, game's 14 <laughs> years old. It came out when I was in college. Oh, really? That game is still $50. Are you fucking kidding? There Wait, is, what game are you talking about? Boy, they have... Galaxy 2, I think. I swear to God, Nintendo has the biggest testicles in the world. They, they literally just lift their big testicles up. They need like a crane to do it. They're so big. They just lay them on the table and they're like, you know this game that came out like two decades ago that... You've already played 400 times? Well, we're going to put it on a Switch. Oh, and by the way, it's the same price as it was 14 years ago. In fact, arguably more than it was 14 years ago. It's that's it's, a, it's unbelievable. That's big Waluigi energy. They have the biggest <laughs> dick Waluigi. ever. Waluigi. <laughs> how, much, how much was a Wii game 15 years ago? Uh, For, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks? Same price as it always is. Same price as it is now. <laughs> I mean, guess how much the game costs now? 50 bucks. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. It's so unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, like a sucker, I'm just gonna... You love to see it. Oh my God, it's brutal. L- like a sucker, I'm just gonna like yield and buy the Fire Emblem game next week probably at like full price because I could wait until I'm like 73 years old and I'll be, it'll be like the Fire Emblem, the last Fire Emblem game on Earth, sitting in like some cobweb in the corner of like some, the last target on Earth and like, you know, the corner of the globe that no one ever goes to is still going to be $63. So I might as well just buy it now and just suck it up. But at least that game's only a year old. Honestly, at that point, it'll probably go up in value. Like, I would say Nintendo products are the only things that like foolproofly will go up in value because they either say the same price or they become a collector's item and go up. That's it. Those are your two options. Forget Bitcoin. That's for the birds. That's just numbers. Well, Forget uh, the housing market. That's for suckers. Everyone knows you <laughs> invest it. in Nintendo products, and you're good. That's better than 401ks. This is Mason Guaranteed Financial Advice. Take it to the grave. And I'm not going to lie. Like, the games are so good that, like, I mean, like, I'm going to buy. I'm going to. Eventually, I will buy the Super Mario Galaxy game for 50 bucks because it's. I know that it's fucking great, and I haven't played it, and I want to. It's probably worth the 50 bucks, but, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I decided to, you like, buy something for 50 bucks, and it was the All-Stars pack, where you got Galaxy. That's actually a really good deal. And then you got Mario 64 and, um, uh, Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. That's, that's actually a really good deal. Yeah, better deal than I don't I know if it's available about. anymore, because I think they only had it up there for a limited time for that price. I still really need to steal, um, what is it, Odyssey? Is that the new one? Oh, I don't know. Whatever the new one is with Hat Boy, I need to steal that from my friend and play that, because I think it's about time that I actually play that game. I want to do the cool jumps on the hat with the combos to the other jumps, the dives to the whatever. I mean, I remember back when I was a kid and Mario Sunshine came out, 
on the GameCube, and my friend had it. And I played it, like, a few times whenever I was at her house. I'm like, oh, my God, I love this game. I just wish I can get it. Like, I had a GameCube. I never got the game. And then several, several, several years passed, and we flash forward to last year, where I got that All-Stars pack. I'm like, finally, yes, I have sunshine. I can play it. And then I played it, and I'm like, wow, this game is janky. <laughs> it is. <laughs> As, what, Mitz, do you also have a story like that? And not to like, yeah, what yeah. was the story that, of like a game you always saw or were, was nearby but never got to play? And that you were always like, I can't wait till I own that game. What do you mean? Like, did you guys have anything like that? Like, like a friend would have, or you oh. saw it on like displays and you just never had it yourself. Did you have a game where you were like very aware of it yeah. and were like, oh, I can't wait till I own that? I mean, there are games like that, like um. Games I can't even get now, like Sui, like the Suikoden games, you know, not, because now I want to play these old okay. RPGs with Pancake, and it's like Suikoden Three is like two hundred and eighty dollars on eBay or something ridiculous. It's like, but that game was that game was like a time to uh, that was literally a game you could. I was just gonna say time to emulate. Well, maybe, but like that was a game you could like pull out of a five dollar bin at GameStop like twenty five years ago, and now it's like impossible to get unless you want to pay a shitload of money for it. So, so that would be one. I mean, the Mario Galaxy game is a great one. You know, I, I it's been on my mind for years. I just haven't bought it. Um, I don't know. I'm sure there's tons of games like this. There's, there's so many games that I want to play that I haven't played that I've that I've been thinking about for years and years. So. Well, you know, Super Mario Galaxy is good because besides like the OG Mario games, my friend was saying like that's the only Mario series that got like numerical sequels. Like, they're like, oh, no, this is good enough. We're slapping a two on it. It's yeah. got a three. Like, it's not like 64, sunshine. Like, it wasn't any of that nonsense inventive stuff. Like, they just had a formula so refined and good that they're like, nah, nah, another one. Another yeah. one. Yeah, well, I mean, Super Mario Galaxy is a 97% on, Meta, on Metacritic. <laughs> it's like it's like the highest rated game ever, maybe. And the user score is a, a nine, is a 9.1. Like, nobody even wanted to, like, flame it. Like, usually if someone, usually there's some <laughs> asshole out there that's like, Mario's shirt was too red or whatever. <laughs> like, one. But no, those I people don't say, even exist. I will say that there's one drawback about playing Galaxy on the Switch, it, and that's... No um, Waluigi. Yeah. Oh, um, but specifically on the Switch, <laughs> because you have... You can oh, you play don't have it, the Wiimote, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can play it on your TV, and you can use your, like, the, the handhelds, like, and just utilize those in order to get the, I forget what they're called. They're like crystals or pieces. The, of the bits, whatever. The bits, whatever. And that is like, you, you collect them. And you can use it by pointing, and you can utilize them by pointing it at the screen. But when you are playing on your, uh, your uh, switch screen handheld, like you have to switch from holding it to tapping on the screen in order to use it, and then going back to holding it in order to use you need to play the game. The thing is, is that the system is not, it's not light. What it it's it's for. a bit heavy uh, to switch from like ha handheld switch. to pointing on the screen back to handheld, and it's it that's a big that's a pain in the butt. Yeah. So know. go for playing what, on TV. What since this has turned into Switchcast, what percentage, if you guys have a Switch, do you play handheld Switch screen mode or like big screen TV mode? 
Mm-hmm. I'd say most of the time it's on my handheld because, you know, I live with my parents and I don't have a TV in my room. Gotcha. Um, so sometimes when I'm home alone, if I feel like, you know, playing it on the big screen, that's what I do. But uh, then I had to bring down the system and get it all set up and usually not worth it. So if I lived alone and I had my own, you know, decent sized screen, I would do that. But yeah. Um, I don't really, I honestly don't play the switch. Um, my gaming is 100% PlayStation. So, but, um, but I am going to buy the Fire Emblem game next week and I'm going to play, play it with pancake and we will, we will play on, on the projector. It will not be on the handheld, but when she plays, when I'm playing like hot shots golf or something, uh, and she wants to play Stardew Valley or one of those, she'll, she'll pull it off and play it handheld. So, cause I, I have no choice but to play it on the screen. So, but you know, I, I, I definitely see the appeal of playing the Switch like handheld. Though, if I if I if I was a Switch player and I was like really into a game, I would be playing it like in bed at night and like under the warm covers, like laying in bed, you know. And I'd probably fall asleep that's, playing it. That's why it's the best. It's I, so good. I'd like lay on my side under the blankets and play it, and then I would just pass out and it'd be like running and I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh shit, I forgot to turn it off. That, oh, I can't play on the side. Once you go to the side, you lose all the finesse. It, it's all about <laughs> your concentration. It's all about face down, you wedge like three pillows like underneath your armpits to prop you up. Mm-hmm. You're like in this like scorpion pose. You're like snapping your back in half, and you got your screen like shoved up against, and you pretty much play until you lose like blood your- flow in your arms, <laughs> and you're like, oh my goodness, my fingers are going numb. And then you just switch on your back, and you play for like two minutes and you're like i'm gonna drop this on my face and then you switch yeah. back around and then your your arms get numb again and then you're like i should stop playing and that's usually how it goes for me well there it is a life in the day of <laughs> playing switch in bed i'm still playing breath of the wild i have not finished that game yet and i've been playing it since january of last year there you go but i also haven't played it recently i've been busy but it's not because I don't like the game. It's quite contrary. It's because I don't want the game to end, especially when there is still no announced date for the second game. So. Did they like put a title up or something? They teased it, but yeah. that's it. There we go. Hmm. Yep. That's about all. I, that's all I. I've just discovered. I just realized that like that Nintendo is the Apple of video games. So everything costs yeah. more than it should. Um, you know, they're, they're, honestly, I, um, the, my biggest issue with Nintendo and I think Nintendo's first party games are, you know, just as good as anything that any other company comes up with. Um, is that like, they're still like obsessed with motion controls and I'm 100% convinced motion controls are fucking horrible and they are the bane of all gaming. Like, I mean, uh, flashback to our vr experience <laughs> yeah it's yeah. like any it's like this the one of the reasons why why the new mario party game mario party is like a like a you know it's one of the premier franchises for nintendo it's been around since like the 64 there's like 10 of them you know it, i guess it, that might also have number systems it's yeah. like uh yeah there are there aren't like mario party 9 or something it that game has so many and mario kart i guess everything i know is a lie yeah <laughs> there's sorry go ahead there's no it's fine this is like there's there's so many games in the new Mario Party that are all like motion controls. Like you're trying to like, you know, 
imitate like pumping a like a like a like a water pump or or you're trying to like focus an hourglass or flip a or flip a flip food in a skillet like there's so many games like that and i'm sorry it's like a competitive game where you're trying to race to get it done the quickest with your friends and the motion controls ultimately they just suck like they're not accurate and they never were even back to the wii clear clear back to people playing wii bowling and they're like sitting in their chair like flicking their wrist as if that's actually what like the bowling motion looks like and it's just not good gaming, and they're still using it, and I just think they need to abandon that. Like, um, I don't know. It doesn't seem to didn't it just doesn't seem to be like a very good mechanic for games, and I wish they'd get away from it because it's just it's so casual. Like, it's like, oh, I want my grandma to play with me in my living room, so we're just gonna like, you know, it's it's just silly. But like, like, you know, gamers that have been playing forever and ever, they, they don't like motion controls. Do you like? Do you guys like motion controls? I haven't really thought too much about it, but I do remember back when Kinect first became a thing, I was just like, ooh, this is so cool. Um, and, you know, I wasn't really a huge video game person when I was a kid. I mean, we got the Wii, but eventually, like after a couple of years of it being a thing. Am I on um, an island, Mason? Uh, no, I would say the motion control technology, while it has potential, is definitely not at a state. Right now, I think the next big thing, especially with the PS5 coming out, is haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. The the changing of the sensory information that feeds you through audio and like, uh, I know the word I'm thinking of isn't a word. Uh, just the <laughs> it's, I already use the word tactile. I'm 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 grasping at straws here. Whatever the sensory input it gives you from the controller uh, is definitely like the next big step up in gaming i think and motion controls is just not a part of that right now i tell you what i do want from a motion control game waluigi oh my no. gosh oh. <laughs> that would be an avatar game can you imagine oh, playing no. like avatar as a bender and being able to make the movements it's called and karate i know it's called karate but that's not the same as being you know did you play the avatar video water. game I've not, but I've heard it's awful. I, I've played it. It's I've actually beaten it. It's very funny. <laughs> and by funny, I mean horrifically terrible. But can you imagine what a good Avatar Last Airbender game would be? Like, and be able to fight as a bender in those games. I feel it's kind of like the infamous Second Son game. That's kind of... Is that infamous? I've heard about it, but I never... Second Son. Like, you, you, or guy oh, 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 he has oh, like the name the neon power, rock power... Kind of like a fire. It's kind of it's kind of Avatar esque. It's not what you're looking for though. Anyway, we got I gotta go. I gotta go pick up groceries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got like a two two and a half hour drive back home. You've been oh hanging out with Waluigi Addicts Anonymous podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Goodbye. I've been hanging out with Caroline for almost twelve hours today straight. I am tired. of Imagine Mason. how sick. <laughs> no, like you, you guys have to deal with me for two hours, listener. Uh, four if you listen to all our podcasts in a row like these people normally do but 12 hours fate worse than death so (laughs) (laughs) thanks for having us yeah the bottom line is that the switch nintendo is great i don't hate it but you know i I, no we've heard your thoughts no we know what you're talking about i'm gonna drop 65 bucks next week so i can't nintendo can't be that bad so hell yeah heelys let's go let's go fire emblem uh waluigi once your characters are dead (laughs) they don't come back baby you gotta go hardcore Sing with your heart. (laughs) As you like my pleasure. Uh, As you like my pleasure. All right, goodbye, guys. Love you. See you. Bye-bye. Bye, 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 bye. It's me, Waluigi.
<laughs> no, he doesn't say that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>